Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Kovar, and today I'm beginning a series of interviews with Sensei Kyle McCurdy. Sensei Kyle is one of our instructors who's been one of our program, part of our program for 15 plus years, and, and him and I are going to discuss uh, in the next uh, few weeks several different reasons why martial arts is great for kids. In this episode, we're going to talk about it from a self-defense standpoint. So even if you're not a full-time martial artist, hopefully you'll enjoy this, uh, uh, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing well. I'm here with my friend, Kyle McCurdy. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I'm good as well, man. Well, so I'm excited to talk with you today. Uh, Sensei Kyle has been with us. How long have you been training with us, man? Since I've been, since I was nine years old. So I think it's been about 15 years so far. <laughs> that is crazy, man. That's unbelievable. Like like your original at the Waterman School, was, was your yep. first instructor... Mr. Wilson or Mr. Uh, McLean? Who was it? It was uh, it was Mr. McLean. Yeah, uh, wow, yeah, really. Yeah, he opened the school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually um, I actually started my first orientation at the Laguna School, and then once they told us that the Waterman School was going to open, like it was like the beginning of like 2006, I believe. Then um, I just kind of went over there since that was like only five minutes away from me. So it's crazy. And you're fourth degree black belt now, right? Yes, sir. It's crazy to think, uh, you know, like because you and I, of course, I've known you your whole time of training, but but we've mm-hmm. only, you know, as instructors, it's kind of like, how do I say this? Uh, you know, like uh, you and I haven't trained three times a week your whole career. You know, it's like yeah. special events, and and that's because we have so many great instructors that have been doing the training with you. But it's it's kind of bizarre to for me to have a guy as skilled as you at fourth degree that I really didn't work a lot with as, as, a, as a student, but of course, watching you, you know, grow and develop all these years. And you're like, you know, the original OG of, 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 the, of our Waterman school. Yeah. <laughs> and awesome. what's exciting, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about like why martial arts for kids. I know you and I can do several different conversations on this subject. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you, today we're going to really focus on the self-defense aspect of it. But, but what I think is also cool. And I want to share with everybody is that, that you, we've launched a, a different platform and it's called the Satori tribe. And why don't you tell us a little bit about the Satori tribe? Yeah. So the Satori tribe is a virtual martial arts program where we're able to teach students even just at the comfort of their home. So with everything that's going on around um, the world right now, um, we just want to make sure that we can share our martial arts knowledge to, to everyone. Um, even just across the country in the United States, that's, that's kind of our goal is to show them what martial arts is all about. All right. Very cool. And this is not to be confused. Like we, of course, have Zoom classes going on all, all our schools. Yeah. We'll continue to do this is more a little different program that we've, we've targeted just for people that maybe are places where they can't get to a martial arts school. So we're excited. Uh, I think, you're, you know, you're already doing a great job getting this going. And I'm excited about the future of that. So what I wanted to talk about is is kind of, uh, you know, you've been doing this a long time and you've been teaching a long time and you grew up in a martial arts school and, and there's so many reasons why martial arts is good. And we're going to focus on kids, of course, for adults as well. But in this series of interviews I'm going to do with you, we're really going to focus on on, on kids. And and today I want to focus on the self-defense fact of martial arts. So give me your feedback as to why you feel that martial arts helps in that aspect. It's pretty obvious, but fill us in with some stuff anyway. Yeah, so with my mindset, it's all about practicing the fight so that way you don't have to get in the fights. So whether it's physical or mental, whether like you're in a dangerous situation or a confrontation, you know the skills and the mindset going in there. So that way you either avoid that situation or maybe you uh, you know the words to, to try to get away from it and try to resolve it as best you can. 
it's so, it's so important. So one of the things that we do in our program, and I'm going to have you talk a little bit about it, is of course we teach strategic self defense and actual self defense. And strategic self defense would be, you know, if a guy grabs your shoulder, what to do, or you know how mm-hmm. to block a kick and all that stuff, which is important. You know, which is important. And like you said, practice the fight so you don't have to. And what happens is kids become more confident. They project different signals. You know, they're less likely to be confronted because they've got their frequency saying, "I'm confident. I'm sure of myself." Boom. And if there's a match, if there's somebody out there that's that's uh, uh, well, let me back up. If, if their signals say, I'm weak, I'm a victim, please don't uh, hurt me, then what's going to happen is they're going to attract a different energy, you know, right? So, so exactly. being confident and knowing how to defend yourself doesn't guarantee you'll never have to, but it's mm-hmm. way more likely that you won't have to defend yourself. And that's, that's just from a standpoint of what you project. But the other thing we do is we have through school states, street states, a bunch of different things that we, we teach kids how to avoid conflict. So why don't you take everybody through the five rules of personal safety real fast? Yeah, so five rules of personal safety, let's, uh, let's list, it, list it off first. So we have use your mind, use your words, use your legs, ask for help, and then defend yourself. So this could be in a, like, we can even just think of this as a confrontation with a bully. So being able to avoid them. So using your mind, so making smart choices, not trying to stay, uh, not trying to go to where they go. Like if they're at school, you're not, you're trying to avoid confronting them and making sure, sure that you're, you're being safe that way. Um, using your words. So if they're messing with you, you want to make sure that you use your words in a serious tone, clear voice, so that way you let them know to, to stop picking on you. Um, I know there's a certain phrase that we teach students is, um, what I teach them is, hey, can you please stop it? I don't like that. So something like that. And if they continue on, then yeah, that's when you can get a little serious where you can put your hands up and you can say, hey, back off. Mm-hmm. So something like yeah, that. Yeah, so good. Yeah, use your mind so you're looking about it. To I try to avoid a confrontation. Say, oh, the bad guy's up there. Let me go a different way. That's common sense. There's mm-hmm. a difference between being a chicken and being a coward. In other words, it's okay to go, you know what? I'm a little fearful to go by that guy. He's, he's been troubled other people. But it's okay, right? Uh, being a coward is someone that won't stand up for what they believe or you know, something. But And then use your words. Try to talk your way out of a situation by either being firm or maybe agreeing with them. Yeah, my mom made, made me wear this dumb shirt. You know, just, <laughs> uh, you know, and then uh, yeah, yeah, use your words. And then uh, use your legs. What the heck does that mean? Yeah, so um, <laughs> we, we joke around with the students saying, you don't kick them. <laughs> you don't just go and front kick them away from you. But the goal is that you walk or run away from the situation. So um, the goal is not to stay in there. Um, the goal is to just make sure you're being safe. And so if you just need to walk away from them, even if they're teasing you or anything like that, then then do that. You don't have yeah, to Yeah, and there. then I think this is really a distinction like, like if you if you're going to see the same guy every day, you've got a, you know, someone that's always harassing you. You can't just walk away every day. At some point, you're going to have to have a discussion. But if you find yourself at a park and you know some kids you've never seen before, or somebody never seen is in your face, hey man, get, use your legs, get out of it. You know you, you know you don't have to worry about it. That's a one kind of one time thing. Okay. So number four is ask for help. What does that mean? Yeah. So if we take a like school for an instance, like a campus, um, any adult figure that's there to help you out, then definitely let them know that someone has been messing with you, and you you tell them if, if they can help you out and tell them to stop. So that could be like your teacher. Maybe if they're not in your same class, maybe their teacher, um, like a yard duty. You can go up to like someone in the office, like the principal. So you have so many options. And even all right, you want to make sure you always tell your parents too. That's that's yeah. a huge one. 
Yeah, and then what we really try to stress with the kids is the difference between tattling and reporting, right? Yeah. You know, you're tattling, you're trying to get somebody in trouble. And so kids are told, you know, you don't, but you're reporting, hey, listen, I'm feeling threatened. These guys, you mm-hmm. know, said they're going to beat me up at recess. That's something that we want to make sure kids know that they're not alone and report them. And so yeah. that's, that's use your mind, use your words, use your legs, ask for help. If all else fails, number five, what was that again? Yeah, defend yourself. So that's if you've done all those other options. So defending yourself, um, hopefully it's not like your very first thing that you have to do, all right? Hopefully you have been trying to make smart choices to avoid them. You've been able to use your words. You've used your legs to walk away from the situation. And there's been maybe even a couple times where you've asked for help. And so this is actually like a, like a touchy subject with a lot of families of when you should defend yourself. But if you have done all those things and maybe they're even getting physical with you, then that should be when you hopefully protect yourself on that. Yeah, you know, and I'll tell you what, I, I want to share, and I know we've talked about this before, and you probably had this discussion as well. So there's uh, no parent that I've ever known that didn't want their child to defend themselves. And one of the things we, of course, we emphasize, I keep my martial arts covered like a treasure in the pocket, not to be displayed in public, meaning don't misuse your martial arts. But there comes a point where, you know, uh, by the way, when we do assemblies, we talk about the four rules of personal safety. We never talk about defend yourself because you can't do yeah. that when you go to a school because you there's uh, there, yeah, you know, zero, <laughs> zero violence, to- you know, zero yeah. fighting, to- which is understanding, you zero tolerance policy. But um, I, I, I can't tell you how many times in my career I've had a parent that says, hey, my son Kyle's getting beat up on it, picked on at school. Uh, can you help talk to him? And the first thing I'll say, hey, uh, hey, mom and dad, are you OK with he- him defending himself? By the way, he might get suspended from school. Are you okay? And I've never had anybody say no. Yes, of course. And so now yeah. you and I have the talk. Let's just say it's you and I. And, and I'll go, mm-hmm. hi, Kyle, you know, what's going on? And you tell me the situation. And and I ask the guy's name. And you tell me it's, you know, it's Buster. Buster the okay. boat. <laughs> yeah. Okay? And, then, and then, you know, I'll, and I'll talk through the scenario with him. And, and I'll say, you know, when's he picking on you? Let's just role play for a minute. When's he picking on you, Buster? I, when's, uh, when's Buster picking on you? So he's been picking on me whenever we're in recess time. He keeps okay. making fun of me and things like that. Have you talked to him yet? Yeah, I told him to stop a couple times, and he just keeps on bugging me every time we're at recess. All right. I want to let you know that I've talked to your parents and also me. We, You have permission to defend yourself. And you might get suspended. from. You might get in trouble at school. But actually, the teachers will understand, too. And you have a right to defend yourself. So we're behind you defending yourself. Now, this is what I want you to do. Okay? Okay. Um, I want you to, uh, and then I'll role play and I'll have you step back and say, back off, Buster. And then I'll have you do a palm strike on the bag and kick the bag and get you all pumped up and say, are you, do you understand? You have a right to defend yourself. What are you going to do next time you see him? And you're all, you're all prepared. And then what do you know? A week later, I see you in class. I go, hey, Kyle, what's going on? And the answer is, I don't know. He's not bothering me anymore. (laughs) Somehow something shifts when you, when we're prepared. And that's what you said initially, practice the fight so you don't have to. Right. That's mm-hmm. such an important aspect of it. And and so that has to do with the, the strategic self-defense. Another thing that we really stress and I want you to just quickly review uh, another concept we really huddle, talk about with the kids is the ABCs of conflict avoidance and kind of what's give the scenario of that, because it's we talk about the same things in a little different fashion. So go ahead and walk everybody through the ABCs of conflict avoidance. Yeah. So the ABCs of conflict avoidance are ways to where you're able to, again, stay out of danger, make sure that you're safe personally. And so if we just go through the letters, it goes from the letter A all the way to the letter H. So if we just kind of name it off for a second, so A is avoid potentially dangerous situations. Uh, B is be calm and breathe. C is communicate with confidence. 
D is don't make it worse by arguing or fighting. Uh, e is environment can create opportunities. Look around. Uh, F, fire is better to yell than help. G, get out. The goal is not to stay in there, but to get out of there. And then the last one is hit hard, hit fast, hit first, hit last. All right. Good stuff. And that's something that we talk about with the kids as we will do scenarios. So, so we're having a huddle discussion in the classroom and A comes up. Tell me a little bit, because that might be a whole week we talk about avoid, avoid a potentially dangerous situation. What would be yeah. some of the things that you might share with, with somebody? So something similar like with the five rules of personal safety. So, again, being able to use your mind, making smart choices wherever you go. Um, so the goal is that whenever you feel like you're in danger, the, the option is always, or the, the main thing is to always get out of there. All right. You never want to stay in there and, and just look tough or anything like that. That's not the goal is you want to make sure that you get away. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, then we'll talk about be calm and breathe and the importance okay. of when you feel yourself, your motion going up, well, breathing. And if we can get people to have that, this is massive. It helps them clear their head and, of course, communicate with confidence. So that has to do with making sure that we teach kids to bring those shoulders back and speak clearly mm-hmm. and make eye contact. And we have them role play it on it. What about D? Don't put yourself in a worse situation. Give me an example of that. Yeah. So we've all been in like fights and arguments, like with our friends, family, significant others, even like if we're talking about like the bully situation that we were talking about just earlier ago, um, the goal is to not use your emotions against that and say things that you might regret later on. So the goal is, is maybe you do have to take those deep breaths. Like you got to be calm and breathe. Um, maybe you go in the other room, think a little bit clearly of what you're about to say before you, you make a mistake. <laughs> really good. So, you know, what, 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 what we, 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 you know, I love what we're doing and what you're doing with your Satori tribe. And, and that is, is that we're trying to like, like teach some legitimate self-defense skills, but also the avoidance aspect as well, which is really paramount. So, so any other comments regarding this subject? I know in future uh, discussions, we're going to talk about different aspects of martial arts. Anything else specifically when it has to do with self-defense with, with youth? Mm. I think like the biggest thing is uh, I know people always think of self-defense as always that physical aspect, but um, people forget that it's also that mental aspect too. just be able to strategize and make sure that you avoid danger and you avoid those confrontations from even happening in the first place. And that's kind of like the biggest thing about self-defense is you're, you're learning all these things, but most or hopefully you don't even have to use any of this stuff like throughout your life. Like you, you have it, you have the knowledge, you, you have it down, but you, you have this confidence within you that you don't, you don't even have to use it, which is really nice. Yeah. That's so cool. And you know, that's one of those things that, that, that kids learn from experience. And what we try to do is through this role playing, give them an experience of how to do things right in a safe environment, you know, where they can test it and become more confident with it. And it's cool is that you've heard, and I've heard time and time again from parents whose kids were getting, you know, getting in trouble or having challenges that all of a sudden that didn't happen as much. Well, I appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you being here today. And tuning in and we'll talk again soon all right yep sounds good thank you all right man take care yep you too